Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Hello and welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden and it is Fall Fest weekend once again. Miles had a great interview earlier today that we're going to jump into here shortly. Uh, So have a great weekend, everybody, and enjoy your Fall Fest primer. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Louise Hausen, the tourism coordinator for the Village of Sister Bay, and then uh, Bryn Swanson, who holds the same position, maybe a different title. I think you guys all title them differently. But Bryn Swanson here from the town of Bailey's Harbor. And we're going to talk Fall Fest, kind of festivals in general in Door County, and um, a new program that they've put together this year to provide safe transportation to Anybody who wants it uh, with shuttles for Fall Fest weekend. Luis, thanks for joining us. Bryn, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Let's start first. Obviously, this is Fall Fest weekend, the uh, big granddaddy of all the many Door County festivals. And Luis, tell us a little bit about you guys bringing a, you guys have been running a shuttle throughout town all summer long. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to offer kind of an expanded service specific to Fall Fest weekend. So yeah, um, we decided for Fall Festival and actually did did it on weekends in September and, and during Pumpkin Cash as well to do um, evenings on Fridays and Saturdays. So for, for Fall Fest, um, we're going to be doing it slightly differently. So Fall Festival, we'll have our usual shuttle schedule that'll run Friday evening from 5 p.m., to 2 a.m. And that schedule uh, has been published everywhere. It's the same schedule we've had all fall, but basically goes as far north as uh, the Nordic Lodge in at Little Sister Hill and Little Sister Resort, and as far north as JJ's. It's a half hour um, run each way and makes a few stops along the way. So that's from 5 p.m. until 2 a.m. on Friday. On Saturday, it switches up just a tick, and that is Saturday morning. We will pick up at lodging, lodging only from 8 to 10. And then because the highway closes, you know, we close 42 on Saturday, we'll pick up again uh, doing that regular route from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. In the meantime, during the day, we will run a shuttle bus from our um, off-site parking, which is at the corner of ZZ and Woodcrest, we have a large um, field there, the old Lagerquist farm. Um, so we're going to run a shuttle from there down Mill Road. So we'll drop you off within half a block of the of the festival. That'll just run back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth from 1030 in the morning until 5 o'clock. So you'll be able to get from lodging uh, on Saturday uh, from 8 to 10 in the morning, and then you can go back and forth to parking from 1030 to 5, and then we'll start again the regular route from 5 to 2 a.m. That's excellent. So people will be able to get basically from from their bedroom at the hotel right. to Fall Fest, never have to get in a car, right. not have to worry about it all day long. How right. are we getting home, right. stumbling down the highway um, mm-hmm. or, you bet. Or, or, or getting behind a wheel, which is mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the the bulk yep. of your yep. your effort here. Yep, and we have plenty of, of uh, police presence too. The Door County Sheriff's Department has done a great job, did a great job last year, and has has told us they'll have plenty of reserves and regular officers um, all over the place. So we would suggest that you know everybody be safe and and drive carefully, and you know either get a designated driver or um, have somebody drive for you, or save a parking place. Don't deal with the parking hassle and jump on a shuttle. Bryn, you guys, uh, you work with the the town of Bailey's Harbor. It's about 10 miles from Sister Bay. Uh, Obviously, a lot of Bailey's Harbor locals go and enjoy Fall Fest activities. The hotels here are packed as well. And this year, you and Katie Holman have stepped up to try and organize a shuttle to kind of ease that burden on driving from Bailey's Harbor. Yeah, we have a bus running from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. all day long. It's just going to run. We actually have two of them. And it's just going to continue to run. We've got pickups all over town. And then uh, the town hall is one of the drop-offs. And that's for, like, any of the locals that are living within walking distance of the town hall. We are not doing this as a park and ride. This is, we are dropping you off so you can walk back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've got one stop over at the Coyote Roadhouse. So all the people who are living or staying over on Kangaroo Lake can get there. Excellent. And then we've got the Yacht Club. We've got Maxwell and Bray's. Bailey's Sunset, Ridges Inn, Bailey's Grove Campground, so out by County F. All of the campgrounds and apartments, right there on that everything corner. are all getting picked up there. So we've really tried to cover all the bases. That's really fantastic. I didn't realize you guys were stopping at all those different lodging mm-hmm. establishments down here as well. How how long do you expect those intervals to be between pickups? Well, we have since we have two buses running, the first one starts at 9 o'clock, and then the second one comes on at 10, and they are going to run the same route. So and it's about a round trip of an hour okay. to get people up to Sister Bay and back. So the first one is probably going to be about an hour, but then it's going to be half an hour. Sure. Wait times. And that is going to go until the bulk of the traffic is back home in Bailey's. So the second bus will probably drop off around six, seven o'clock okay. when it slows down. I've told the bus company already, just run until you don't think you need it anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of the traffic is just going to be coming back from Sister Bay. So it's not going to be as congested getting up there. I mean, this I just think it's fantastic that uh, both of you have and your communities have stepped up to to try this service and take a stab at it, you know, because everyone tends to throw their arms up and say, well, there's there's no cabs or there's nothing, there's no public transportation. What are we supposed to do about it? Well, you can try. And that's at the least, that's the first step. In Bailey's Harbor, how have you paid for this? Is We actually got it completely sponsored by our businesses. We put out an email to all of our business members of the community association and said, hey, I need $800 for a bus to run and I need help paying for it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to charge people to ride it. And within 24 hours, I had like almost $2,000 pledged. So we are able to get a second bus. That's fantastic. And in Sister Bay... What pays for the shuttle there? I believe part of it comes out of the village budget, and then you have mm-hmm. some sponsors. Mm-hmm. We don't have sponsors. Actually, when we first started it, um, I would say the village paid for the has paid for the bulk of it. Um, so first of all, it was a, a huge capital expense. They bought the bus, right? And then we had to have some a, a fair amount of, of maintenance work done to it, not anticipated. And uh, the, then the folks that drive the bus are village employees. So that piece of it, um, the village funded and and many, many, many thanks to them for that. However, um, we also funded it through advertising. So we have two ads on the bus. One is Al Johnson's and one is on deck. And they both uh, paid for advertising on the bus. And then we just um, actually worked out um, something with 
Tito's Vodka, and uh, believe it or not, they have a, well, not believe it or not, but they have a huge <laughs> philanthropic arm um, hmm. to what they do. And uh, Tito is a real person, um, is a wonderful guy, and they're enor- just great to work with. So they've given us um, a substantial amount of money for this year. Um, in addition to giving us some product that we can use for future events that will help us raise some money for it. So um, when we designed this, uh, we used we worked with a woman named Sophie Parr. Many of your listeners probably know Sophie, who's an expert in, in public transportation. Our goal was three things. Let's try to mitigate the parking issue. Let's try to um, offer some safe rides. Let's give some transportation to residents and to J1s, our workers that don't have any kind of transportation. And so we thought of it as a public transportation system. And of course, let's move some visitors around. And so in designing it, she was um, very clear that the stakeholders should be the people that own the bus, not necessarily the people that advertise the bus, because when we designed the, the route, it needed to be a half hour because of what it was. People weren't going to wait longer than that. Uh, the trolley that we had before had a history of being uh, unreliable. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make sure that that happened. So the an original model was to design it as a public transportation system, get advertising, donations where we could, and that's what we accomplished. It'll probably change it'll probably change for next year. Yeah. So um, but it, it worked. It was every half hour. Everybody saw it every half hour. Uh, the best marketing for the bus was the bus, because everybody <laughs> saw it every half hour. And as it built, we got more and more people uh, riding it, in particular after 5 p.m. Um, how are you feeling about the ridership of it uh, from this first year? Well, I mean, it's not the first year they've tried a trolley in Sister no, Bay. It's, it's not, the first right. year that mm-hmm. they've done one. I would say as organized as it is this year. <laughs> let's try, yeah, let's yeah. say that. So what, was the ridership numbers what you were hoping for? You know what? We I, we had no idea to tell you the truth because the ridership numbers for the trolley weren't great, but we had 4,000 people. Uh, that's a lot of people, we thought. Yeah. And uh, on and d- during busy summer weekends, we had we exceeded probably 300, 300, 350 people. We divide that by two. Let's say the average party was two people. Maybe it was more than that. So we, we, you know, we, we came up with 2000 more parking places, right? Yeah. Um, and we also moved some people around that maybe wouldn't necessarily have been one place and went to the other end of the village. Um, a lot of different things. And we got great feedback, not one, not one person or business or resident or visitor had anything negative to say. And it was new. It was different. It wasn't disruptive. And so everybody was really very pleased with it. So we're proud of it. We're glad we did it. We cannot thank Bailey's Harbor, Bryn, and Katie enough for jumping on this opportunity to show the, the, the peninsula and other communities what can be done and what could be done, not necessarily even during a festival time, but during other times of the year when, granted, we have 40,000 people up here for fall festival, but we have equally as many or more for, uh, at, um, for 4th of July. Yeah. And or we have two million people here in the summer. Yeah. So what could be done, you know, on a, other weekends during the summer and things like that? Well, and when you think of the trolley long term, you can do all these things to market it. But part of it is just making it making it part of people's habits. Yeah. So exactly. I, I was just perusing because I'm always checking other destination websites, you know, Cape Cod, Aspen, see what they're doing mm-hmm. all, just from like um, a website standpoint and a publication standpoint. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just always trying to see how they market themselves. And I was on one yesterday that Grace Johnson here in the office sent me. And right at the, when you land on their homepage, the first thing you see is a a little advertisement for their, their free bus service around town in Nantucket. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, it's easy. Get around the Island. 
don't need a car. Mm -hmm. And you think of that from a visitor standpoint. If you have something like this in place year after year, that's the kind of thing that when people are posting on Facebook or answering questions like Mm -hmm. we see in some of these forums for Door County residents Mm -hmm. or Door County visitors, now people just say, oh, yeah, it's great. Just when when you go there, just you can just park your car Mm -hmm. and you can get around the whole weekend and like never have to drive again. Right. And that's the kind of thing that I see when I've traveled places. When I've gone to certain uh, destinations where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll hop in the shuttle. I just park my car for the whole time I'm at this place. Sure. You never get lost. Maybe um, maybe one day we'll be close to that. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced of it. You know, it's, uh, Bryn was also a great partner from the beginning. And Miles, you, you came on board early the, and the Pulse came on board early. We started two years ago. We did in May, two and a half years ago now, I guess. Um, we did a, an Uber and Lyft. We called it a mixer, right? So we did a rideshare mixer at Husby's. <laughs> And to try to recruit drivers for the rideshare platforms, because up here, then people were like, oh, you guys have rideshare? You guys have Uber? You have Lyft? No one even knew. And in order for it to work, you don't need passengers because they're they're here. You need drivers. And so we recruited, it may, may sound small, six or seven drivers. Then we got more. Then we got more. And in conjunction with, and again, I, we have to, I have to thank um, Amy Conley from the United Way and the Alcohol and Drug Coalition. They partnered with us. They helped us pay for an ad that ran every week in the Pulse, reminding visitors and and residents that we have Uber and Lyft. And, you know, pick up the phone, use the platform, and get around. So could we use more drivers? Absolutely. The guys that are really driving, like Mike here in in, uh, Bailey's Harbor, is making a lot of money on weekends. (laughs) A lot. And so... Um, we, we, I think that both Bailey's and, and Sister Bay were leaders in trying to push those platforms. We had another mixer this, this year. We did it over in Bailey's and we did it, um, right here at the, at the brewery and we'll continue to do that. So we know we have active Uber and Lyft drivers and we need more. And if if they're here, people are here. And I, I applaud you both for continuing to hammer this point home because we do have a history up here of either not even trying because we're like, oh, it's never been done. That'll never work here. Mm-hmm. Even if no one ever really tried it, or we kind of take half measures and then we say, "Well, see, nobody used it." Mm-hmm. But it's it really is a habit forming thing. It's really continuing to hammer at home. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't use Uber or Lyft every day, but I've probably used it at least ten times um, since we started pushing for it a couple of years ago. That's ten times I didn't get behind the wheel for some stupid reason. Right. And and other people weren't made unsafe by me making a stupid decision, you know? Mm-hmm. So having that option, you think about that over the course of a year, you add that up to hundreds of different people doing that. Right. Um, and it just allows people to have a, a stress-free good time without having to put anyone at risk. Um, and, it, you know, it goes, same thing with like the housing problem here. Like yep. we don't know what's going to fix some of those problems, mm-hmm. but you have to be persistent. You have to keep trying. It's not going to happen with one meeting Mm-mm. or one presentation or Mm-mm. one idea. Mm-mm. some At some point, there's going to be some combination of things that contribute to solving that problem if if people keep working at it. And, and Brent, I know you've been involved <laughs> in both of these topics, and it, it can be pretty frustrating and yep. pretty right. one of those things that you're like, why am I fighting so hard for this? But um, hopefully now you see like, a, you know, a little momentum building, at Absolutely. least on this transportation you bet. aspect. Yep. You bet. And you can be assured if you stop doing something, what's <laughs> going to happen? Nothing. Yeah. No, you need to re- you need to put throw assets behind it and resources, and a lot of that is time. Yeah, you know, and you get some people that are passionate about something and throw something behind it. It happens. That uh, pumpkin patch first time this year they had a shuttle, hmm. and it went from it went from um, oh, the farms. Uh, oh, Horseshoe Bay Farms. It went from Horseshoe yeah. Bay Farms to and first time 
So, and a lot of people right. used it. They did yep. use it, and they promoted it, and it was in it was in their a lot of their advertising. So great. Okay, now we've got that. Then what can we do next? What can we? And I'm convinced. I think I really do think we've had reached a tipping point where it's going to be expected. Once our so it's all about demand, right? So once our visitors start demanding it, and our visitors um, ask every lodging place, do you have a shuttle? Give a shuttle, you know, because I mean, then then you can monetize it. Then you can then it means something. Then it's something that you can, you know, will attract a, um, a, um, a visitor to stay at your lodging place versus one another one, possibly. Well, let's think about parking for a second. We we will tend to it, all our towns. We talk about parking. We need more parking. We need more parking. And what's the solution to that is you build parking lots or you made wider roads. Mm-hmm. And th- what you, when you what happens when you do that is you eat up prime real estate mm-hmm. in the center of your towns. Yeah. That could be generating tax revenue mm-hmm. on property taxes, but instead, it's just an asphalt parking lot leading right. toward more more stormwater runoff, mm-hmm. more maintenance costs, more snow plowing, all these different things that that add up. And now you can't use that mm-hmm. prime space right. for a business mm-hmm. and yeah. and a revenue generating enterprise. Mm-hmm. You can also make up a hundred <laughs> parking spots by making people get on a bus instead of driving. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I mean, for probably, I, I, I don't know the cost in the top of my head, but the cost of the trolley versus the cost of parking lots and the, and the tax revenue you lose, it might be a much m- more profitable enterprise to it just yeah. encourage it, more people to, more. Get, yeah. to get on a bus. It is. It's far more. And it's also multi, multimodal, which so if you talk to us a lot about, and Miles, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, which is bikes, yeah. bike trails. You know, other forms of transportation that don't have, that aren't motorized. Yeah. You know, and bike trails is certainly a big part of that. And I would, I would, I think Egg Harbor is on board big time with stuff like that. You know, and I think, and, you know, we have a monthly coordinator meeting and we talk a lot about things like that and how we're all connected and we need, we want to continue to work that. And, you know, and, and Bryn also with what she's done here with other forms of transportation that include, by the way, um, outdoor activities and things like that. I mean, it's, they're important. They're really so, important and people enjoy them. So let's just backtrack to something you just said that's kind of, you guys have your monthly coordinator meetings where like coordinators from the different. Yep. All the different do. municipalities. We do. Can you share that idea with uh, village boards and see if they can learn from each other and have a monthly meeting where at least. Miles. Miles, you're being bad now. I, I go to all these different meetings and I'm like, the other town actually dealt with the same problem two years ago. Would you just give them a call like, and find out right. what they, either what they did wrong right. or what they yeah. what they liked about it. Well, I would yeah. say that we both, because Bryn, I think, is very involved as well. I think she can speak to this, about sharing our ideas with with our uh, with our village um, yeah, trustees. Yeah, I, I go to all the monthly town board meetings and give kind of a, a report on anything that is coming up or any communities that are doing something different. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. very involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get off transportation for a second, and let's just talk about Fall Fest. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I am a Fall Fest veteran of multiple decades now. There have been some changes over in recent years. Yep. Uh, I know one of the big things is just the moving of the Arts and Crafts Fair this year. Yep. The wind is blowing about 50 miles an hour right now. Mm-hmm. Are are you wishing you were out of this studio putting up tents right now? No, wait. But you know what? You guys, you have to go over there. You haven't seen my wall. I have, I have, I have a giant wall of hay there right now installed this morning. Robbie shop. Thank you so much. I think I passed. It was two massive trucks of yes, straw yeah. bales. Yep. We have yep. straw bales. We have straw. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't named it yet. So go look at it while it's straw because we have <laughs> to cover wall. it. We have it. We have to cover it with hundreds of dollars worth of this white This is one wall tarps. I can get behind. It is one, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and it's working. It's working wonderfully well because I, I clocked the wind in Sister Bay this morning at about 45 it gusts, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's not, they're not moving. 
And if you stand behind it, you'd think it was a beautiful sunny day. Maybe not. But <laughs> and if they get wet, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah well, get heavy. don't say, no, no, no. I got to cover them before they get wet. <laughs> Otherwise, I own them. I didn't rent them. I own them. Um, All right. Yeah, so, so Fall Fest, is, is that the headline? Fall Fest has a, a, has a wind wall? That's the mar- big marketing slogan? No. The Fall Fest. No. The, <laughs> it's the highlight is, of Fall Fest. Come yeah, see yeah, the wall of straw. Yeah, the wall um, of straw. Some places have a wall of beer. Yeah. You have the wall of straw. Not us. We got straw. No. You come and do all the fun stuff. So tomorrow, you can go to the art and grass fair. You can go to the car show. You can go to the fish boil. You can go into all the tents will be set up in the afternoon. What you time can, about like noon? I think. Yes. Yeah, so I'd say what, by the time the tents are set up, it'll probably be one o'clock. But, but the car show and the arts and crafts show, they're set to go by nine. It is amazing how much it's changed from like my first year running Husby's at Did Fall I say Fest tomorrow? In, I meant Friday. In, in 1999, you know, if you got set up at all on Friday afternoon, like maybe yeah. you'd sell some brats at five o'clock, yeah. but nobody, nothing really was going on Friday. Yeah. And now it's like it's Friday big, is, I wrote important. about this for this week's paper is mm-hmm. if you want to go and avoid the crowds yeah. and, and you, you the best day. Yeah. You, you want to check out mm-hmm. the food. You want to check out some of the arts and crafts fairs. You want to see the car show, yeah. but you just don't want to be there with the mass of people. Yeah. You can go there Friday and have a, a really great time without the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then. Saturday is, Saturday yeah. is the big party, yeah, basically. Um, totally, totally. I mean, Husbies will, and Husbies will have music. They, I think James has got six bands or I don't know, 12 bands, you know, I, James. I counted Friday. 16 bands yeah. doing 21 different sets yeah. throughout the town hours. in three, in three days. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, it used to be just like the couple of bands that we do mm-hmm. at Husbies, maybe yeah. a band down the, down the hill at DC Deli mm-hmm. or something else in the park. But now it's just, it's, it's nonstop. basic yep. It's a veritable local music festival. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a lot of fun music, and um, and then the ping pong ball launches back at two o'clock on Sunday, and we have. How are, our, how are you launching them? Um, we're launching them with the same launchers we had last year from rooftops. However, our ping pong ball launcher contest winner, who was that Jim Melky and his brother, I knew he'd win it. He did. <laughs> the Melky brothers won. So they they're on their mom's been on uh, on Spring Road forever. They're over on um, on uh, North Bay, but anyway, they. Um, they built theirs in an old Jeep. So the Jeep is going to, if it makes, I think it'll make it. It, it, it is going to drive probably downhill. So it makes it downhill and they have two launchers. I think one is a, is a, is a leaf blower and I don't know what the other one is. So they were, they were talking to me about this contraption like seven months ago. Okay. Well, they won. <laughs> they, they were also the only contestants, but they, they did win. Those are the best so, kind of content. So all all good enter. intentions. So they did win and they won $500, those people that didn't compete. So they won. Yeah. He said it didn't even pay for the Jeep, but they still, it was, it'll be really fun. We'll have a great time. Kids zone too. Kids got a, a bunch of fun stuff now, in their zone. A lot of festivals are very weather dependent. Obviously Fall Fest is totally weather, the, yeah. the, the streets close down and everyone yeah. f- floods the street. But what's great about what the businesses have done in Sister Bay is uh, Husby's has got a really great tent set up yep. where they've mm-hmm. really optimized the space. So even if it's raining, mm-hmm. you can get coverage. Same with Creamery. Yeah, Creamery, Al's, Stabur as like basically yep. the entire mm-hmm. grounds of Stabur is mm-hmm. enclosed now. Yep. So even if it's I, two years ago, we had a lot of rain mm-hmm. and I was down there. We had like 20 yep. friends in town and mm-hmm. we had a great time yeah. all day. It didn't dampen anyone's spirits because you could get out of the Yeah. And, out same, of the and same with Michael. Boathouse does. Yeah. yeah. And like the alley bar at the bowl. And the, and the bowl and, puts yeah. that out. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. best was I went to Stabor and they built heaters, you know, for inside Stabor mm. that have grass roofs on them. Oh, is I that what those are? I walked by it yesterday yeah. and I, yeah. I, I and couldn't it tell what it was. Like a, it just looks just like, I'm like, I looked at kid. I said, really? 
He goes, well, we try to do things, of course, grass-roofed heaters. Was it carved by that new Norwegian it sculptor it was that they have? Hand carved in uh, Sweden. Just In- Ingert was out there, yeah, just, just really, and they have little dirndl skirts on. Yes, that's, <laughs> they're new ones. Those are the heaters, and they're new. And they're new. Uh, they're new. New dirndls just in time for. You are oh, correct. Maybe sir. Freddie and Kit will be wearing those. They, that could be something. <laughs> maybe too bad that we, well, we could do a video, I suppose. Um, let's see what else. You have. You still have a lot of kids' games. More kids' games than used to be. Yeah, we got at Fall kids. Fest. Yeah, we You've done a lot to game. make it a family. Yeah, we got a kids' fair. balloon guy coming, doing all kinds of little, you know, balloon figurines for figures for them. Tim's toys is coming, so he'll have a bunch of blow ups. And you know, honestly, the wind doesn't look bad. The wind on the weekend looks like five to ten miles an hour, and out of the southwest beautiful, yeah. which is great for us. Um, and he'll have his climbing wall, all that kind of stuff, which will be really fun. And then um, pumpkin bowling, which is the Moravian Church, sailing Jeff Pfeiffer. There'll be, um, and then the goat toss. No, we don't toss real goats, but it's a like a, a cornhole with little goat-shaped things that you throw in. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun too. So there's plenty for kids. Parades at 11 a.m. Yep, parades at 11. Um, and then you can, uh, after the parade, you can just rock and roll to all the music and have some fun. In the parade this year, we have Miss Door County. Our, our our volunteer of the year is Ashley Lusk. I saw that. Yeah. That's great. She's a, just a wonderful girl. Really, really, really got to know her a little bit and love her. Um, and then Jerry Volker, he's in the parade. We got, <laughs> we got him on a hay wagon, people, and the gents, by the way. All they needed were folding chairs. We're good. And a generator. So he will be poking his way through the parade. He will be there. And then we had a lot of calls about we never know how many people are going to show up because it's first come, first serve. Let's see. What else do people need to know? We, we've covered ping pong. We've covered you the music, parade. You've got, got the, the parade. Music. You've got all the, the food. you got There's, food. So you've got it the It has Lions. become a great, like, food festival crawling through yep. town. So you've got the brat. You've got, of course, the Lions Club brats, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, let's see, paella. So uh, Culinari is down there this year, and he'll be serving paella. Awesome. Yep, which is great. Gravy um, burgers at Husby's. Yep. Got- and then Creamery's doing... Their usual, just awesome food, all kinds of different food there. Their the, Euros, I, and I don't know for sure that they have them this year because they've had them in past years, but their yeah. Euros are phenomenal. Yeah. Poutine are, is always oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got their ridiculous. poutine. And then uh, cheese curd guy back down by the. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick the cheese curd guy. Yeah. Thousands, and they get you bigger every year. <laughs> thousands and thousands. Um, Fuzzy will be there with his popcorn. And then the bowl, they have uh, on perch tacos, I think. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, perch tacos are over at um, with Top of the Thumb. They do perch tacos. Um, Pumpkin see. pie in a cup. That's yeah, well that, yeah, and that's analog, and that's, that's really good. Skipstone has a bunch of great bakery stuff, and um, and beer and and, uh, and wine and soda and stuff. And then um, my favorite are the um, the uh, carved apple caramel sundays. That's Elevation Church, which is over next to Stars and Stripes. That's my personal favorite. Um, <laughs> I love. I just love that. It's so good. Um, and then oh, say Grassies. They have a tap takeover, and then they're also doing. Um, Gosh, I can't remember what kind of food she's got out there. Oh, soup. Really good soups and stuff like that. All so right. it runs. So you can get healthy, by Come the way. hungry. You can get healthy. There's plenty of healthy stuff if you'd like that. <laughs> um, yeah, which is awesome. And uh, let's see. Northern House is coming. They're our new um, venue in town, and they're going to be serving mimosas and talking to everybody a little bit about what they do. Uh, the Door Hotel will be there. They will have a booth. To talk they're going to build the it in two days? They are that not is going amazing. To be there. I knew you were going to. It's taken I, this long, and now we can rock it out like know, that? I don't even know why I said that. Man, he really did <laughs> have the village over a barrel. Already, I mean. du- you know what? They have dug the foundation. They're good to go. Um, he will be there talking about the Door Hotel again this year, Miles. That um, is a brave individual. He is a brave individual. So his name is Chris Schmelz, for those of you who would like to speak with him. Um, so he will be there, which is great. Um, and... 
Find out more about the Door Hotel on our other podcast this week, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll have an update on what the next steps are. Beautiful. That process. Is Chris going to be on that podcast? If I could get him on it, I'd do it. Well, he's going to be there on. Why don't you come see him at the at the parade? Well, that could I mean, be, the, maybe that's next week's podcast. There you go. <laughs> he might want to wait until that final agreement is signed. <laughs> okay, we're going. I think we're changing lanes here. <laughs> Way changing lanes. We, we have left the highway. So let's let's go somewhere else, shall we? Um, and then let's let's see what else. Um, oh, wait, wait, what am I talking about? You have to come to the Sister Bay Advancement Association's booth. Are you kidding? We've got the best T-shirts the best hoodies and the best trucker hats on the planet that all say fall fest. Come to, come see us for swag. Yeah, go see Louise. She'll have yep, a cane. It's totally, I will have a cane. No, she'll have a golf cart. I'll have a golf cart. That's my new, um, my knee hurts. L- so, Louise has um, hurt her knee yeah, I, on I, the best knee. week of the I, year I, I for the Sister Bay Advancement Association coordinator to bang her knee up. I know is, it's not true that. Cause fall fest is so easy for you. It's just like sitting that golf cart. The Lions Club. Kick me in the knee. I'm going to just stop that rumor right now. Um, and then let's see what else. Oh, I know. Um, we have, um, oh, 50-50 raffle. Okay. 50-50 raffles. How much does that bring in? Usually the, the winner usually wins between $1,500 and $2,000. Nice. And when does that, where do Very people nice. get tickets for that? They can buy it at, at our booth and we also will also be selling them up at the old schoolhouse. And we have a wristband. I'll talk about that in a second. We have a wristband station behind the main stage after the parade and we'll be, and we'll be selling them there. Yep. Okay. So five bucks, the wristband station five for twenty. Is that like anybody who wants to drink yeah. in town has to get yeah. a wristband? Yeah. So here's the deal: get your wristbands. We're passing them out today, so you can get them starting Friday at all any place that we have in town that will be serving alcohol. So they're free. All you have to do is get carded, and that person at the server will put a wristband on you. That it makes it easier for the servers everywhere. Whether thank you're in, you. inside at a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether As it's, a bartender. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Bryn, you'll <laughs> right. probably be working at the Sister Bay Bowl this weekend. All day on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. So you got a wristband on, server doesn't have to card you, things move along, lines move faster, et cetera. You'll get carded, you get a wristband. And there will be um, Door County officers strolling around looking for people who have wristbands. Or so, do not. Have or do not have wristbands. And I, I get a wristband and I'm, well, I just turned 21, but I am, I do get a wristband. So. Um, so don't forget wristbands, right, guys? Don't forget the 50-50. Really important. So you can win a, win a few bucks. Half of that pot goes back to the SBAA, and we reinvest it in Fall Fest. And next year, quick promo is a 75th. So that will be crazy. That'll be really fun. Yeah, so, so. next year for the 75th, they're mm-hmm. bringing the helicopter back. We are. We're going to have B-52 <laughs> bombers dropping yeah, ping pong balls over town. You are town. correct. And incredible. then we'll have the Soapbox Derby. And then the big wheel I contest. Remember I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so, great. No big wheels, but we might. We're thinking about doing the soapbox derby, but we'll see. We need fun to help us. I'll help. <laughs> um, uh, for our listeners, one last thing in the this week's issue of the Pulse, our feature. I have a little thing on how to fall fest. Uh, just some oh, tips gosh. on on how to make I'm the best about of it. What that looks like the and, guides in there too. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, be patient. Uh, don't. Don't try and eat healthy on the weekend. So you got to save up for a couple of days. You got to you got to eat some salads on Thursday and Wednesday, mm-hmm. just so you can gorge all weekend long because you might as well. And then remember that all these servers don't get to party like you do all weekend long. So smile, thank them, and tip them. Um, everyone up there has been working their butts off all summer long, mm-hmm. and now they put on this big bash for you. So don't be ornery. Yeah, <laughs> Just be happy. Be Thank There's you. no reason. <laughs> right. And Just half, be... yeah, and half the booths that are there, they're volunteers. Yeah. yeah. Lions Club, they're volunteers. They're not making a dime. Every penny that they make, they, they give back to the community. Our our booth is all volunteers. 
the Moravian Church, uh, the Lutheran, they're all volunteers. And if any of these workers look like they're a little confused or don't know quite what they're doing at any moment, like, hey, they might be have been pulled in for this one shift yeah. all year just to help these mm-hmm. businesses get through and make the money that makes enables them to pay their bills all winter long. Yeah. So. And yeah. stay open if we can. Like yes. the bowl. We have, I think we have like 50 people on staff just for Saturday. We have yeah. people that only work Fall Fest Saturday. Yeah. So, so everyone's so. trying. Everyone's working yes. hard. We're trying and we've been working all summer. So all right. for you. Come see us. Well, Louise, Bryn, thanks for putting the Thank shuttles you. together. Thanks Thank for you. coming in and, and talking a little bit about it and Thank talking you. Fall Fest. And uh, have a great this time right. this weekend. I'm sure all I'll right. see, we'll you see you soon. Right. from the Sounds other good. side of the table. <laughs> Perfect. Bye bye. For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.